Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Morning. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to my... I don't know why I'm doing that. Welcome to my new football club. Welcome to everyone who's in the comments. Nick Wright, um, Mark Rogers, Engage, Living the Life Portugal, and Estibilas Ayo, and Adam Lidico. How are you, John? I'm great. I'm much better after yesterday's result, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I was there. Exeter won two 0 against uh, Cambridge, and um, it felt lovely. Yeah, it back felt to, lovely. Back to the usual ways, winning ways. Where do you want? Where do you want to start? You, you tell me. There seems to be an action-packed day for you. So, uh... so we've got two guests on. We've got James Gill on in about ten minutes, and then we've got Jack from the Cambridge United podcast coming on, and we're going to play a, a game at the end called the Bolfall game. But so stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got my notes here from yesterday. Uh, first note is cold nose. My nose was freezing. I think it's the coldest game I've been to. My nose no was freezing. No way. Yesterday? Yeah. Oh dear, I think you're in for a shock then. I didn't see it. Well, it wasn't that cold up, up here. Oh, right. My nose was freezing. <laughs> Bit of a, like, was it running and all that, all that malarkey? Yeah. yeah, all that malarkey, yeah. Yeah, I just had a freezing cold nose. And I, I, I thought we've got to talk about um, goalies in the cold. Yeah. Is that? Well, <laughs> I felt sorry for him yesterday. Yeah. Our goalie didn't really have to do anything. No. From yeah, I, I watched um, a bit of the game, and from what I saw, they didn't they didn't have any any sort of clear cut chances. Whoa, 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 whoa! Comment from Helena. John Beer, you are so beautiful. Please make babies with me as we what? Nah, that is a, that's just going to be a bloke called Brian Jeffrey. Yeah, that's not that. Like, Helena's not a real woman. Anyway, uh, back to the point at hand, which is cold goalkeepers. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a horrible job for many reasons, the goalkeeping position, that you're on your own, a mistake's probably a goal, this, that, the other. And on a cold day, if you play for a good team, he's pretty shivering. Yeah. Freezing. I mean, Cambridge didn't cause us many issues. So, who's our goalie, by the way? Gary Woods. Who's he? We've got. We signed him in January, didn't we? But, Did we? Yeah, but because Jamal is injured, or you know, he's struggling at the moment to play, uh, he's, he's had to step up. But yeah, he looks competent. Oh, he looks oh, lovely. Yeah, lovely. Ste- steady, steady, Eddie. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just I felt sorry for him. I was like, I'm really cold with my coat on. And he's just standing there in his luminous top. 
just yeah. kicking his heels. Probably got I'd have to lost. get him on and talk about the cold. Yeah, well, let's get him on then. Let's get him on. Only goalkeepers can talk about how cold it really is. Yeah, but it must be. Like, all the actions going on up there, for the majority of the game, it's like the, those two-thirds of the pitch. And you're just, what are you thinking about? And Yeah, first of all, what are you thinking about? Second of all, imagine having to, like, all of a sudden, you know, like football changes quickly, spring into life, but you're freezing. Like, you're like, oh, God, a bit yeah. stiff, cold. You've got to, like, make a quick save or react yeah. to something. Very difficult position. I'd like to talk to a goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they are a bit of a mental bunch, though. Derek Morrison said, I had a cold nose as well, but I was also 700 miles away in Stornoway. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I've got to talk about this. The old red box at the away end. I've got to talk about that at some point. The red box? There's an old red box. What? What are you on about? As you're looking at the away end, if I'm standing in the goal by the big bank, I'm looking at the away end goal. To the yeah. left in the corner, there's an old yeah. red box. Yeah. That's that's the that's a kiosk. That's where we serve food from, right there. The little red box is covered in mildew. What's that like? Mold. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just sort of fungi. Yeah, I mean, that, that's again character, isn't it? That's <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> a whole ninety minutes of football that's... to watch, and you're fixated on the red. Moldy box in now. I was watching the game, but I just saw that. I was like, God, I've never really looked at that. What is that? Is it the one with the score? Has it still got the Scotland mini? Yeah, did that used to be the scoreboard? Yeah, yeah, never used to work though. Never used to work. Used to look over, look over at like 20 minutes in it and say 45 minutes played. A goal, a goal to the visitors. (laughs) It's it's never worked. And if you if you look at the remote, I, I remember the remote for that big screen was huge. It was like a big thing you held like this with a big long antenna on the end. And then um, Andy Gillard, the, the club secretary, used to come out of the, the boardroom, you know, sort of waddle out and start trying to point this thing at the screen and trying to get it to the, the, the visitors to have a goal and not have a goal. Oh, it was a nightmare. So that thing was trouble before. Well, I don't understand why it's still standing there. And also, I think. Someone will correct me in the comments. That advertising hall, that sort of scoreboard, used to be sponsored by Express and Echo, and they're not even around. Well, they are, but they're not. I think Express and Echo is like Devon Live, so they're not even like it's not even branding for anyone anymore. It's just it's like the corner of the pitch that everyone's forgotten about. Oh, should we sort that out? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> in fact, that and the away end needs a good old polish up. The away, you think the away end needs a polish up now? You should see what it was like before. <laughs> it was just four steps, no roof, one bar going across it to, for people to lean on. That was it. I love the idea of doing up the rest of the ground, just getting it looking beautiful and just and leaving, leaving that shitty old end. Yeah, great. Yeah, we used to see. Yeah. I remember one time we beat Leeds at home, two wow. 0 and we, I remember the chat was brilliant. It's like two 0 down, and you're getting wet because it was raining loads. And they oh, were like, that's great! Yeah, it's beautiful. Do you know what I didn't like? The big bank singing yesterday. We're winning at home. How shit must you be? I didn't no, like that. Don't like that. Don't like I that. don't like that's that. Crap. That's crap. Grow up. Yeah, that's my. That, that's that my sends dad. a bad message to the yep. players. Yeah, yeah. My dad hates it. That, I hate no, it. I'd rather you chat nothing. Nothing, absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, I was right. embarrassed. I was like, don't sing that. The players are going to go, oh, great, thanks. No. 
yeah. Don't sing that. No. If you're in, if you're in here and you chanted that, leave. Crap. Yeah. That's crap. Um, the cold. It's, for me, it was the coldest day that I've witnessed, and Gary had his top off and was really enjoying himself. In fact, he's normally over there in the corner at the bottom of the big bank. Like yesterday, at uh, half time, he's down there. He's just down there, hanging yes. around. Yeah. <laughs> With his top off. Yeah. Uh, so there's I that. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine what those tops off lads what their what their nipples are going through. It's freezing. Honestly, yesterday it? I did think, oh Gary, put a top on. Yeah, just come on. Just look after yourself. Get yeah. silly now. And because we're doing a Bovril game uh, later, I had my first ever Bovril. Okay. So I went downstairs at half time and I, I bought a cup of tea and a Bovril. So I thought if I don't like, like the Bovril, I can start sipping the tea. Can we have a, an in-depth review on the Bovril? What did you think? Uh, so I started sipping it and I was like, oh, this is all. Here we go. Bang. Bovril. Picture of Bovril on the it, screen. Look at that abomination of a drink. Well, I started sipping it. I thought, oh, this is nice. This is like a meal. This is sort of meaty and warming and like comforting. <laughs> and then I was about a quarter of the way through and I was like, this is dog shit. Wow, you didn't like it. Okay, I hated that's, it. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> I it hated is, it. It is a shit drink. And not only that, like I think I said it on the pod, the last pod we did, but that has, it might have just gone out. But me, me and my mates used to do that Bovril bet. We used to buy one and then literally no one would want to drink it. So we used to play a game and try and guess who would beat score next. Oh, really? What? Yeah. I, it suddenly dawned on me when I was drinking. I was like, I don't like this at all. Why am I drinking it? It's horrible. Did you leave it? Did you sort of just go? Yeah, around? I just put it. But I put it in the bin. So the game, uh, before we bring James on, the game, we controlled it beautifully. Yeah. MC Donald was in the centre of the pitch. Yeah. With Harry. Archie was pushed up as like a cam behind Jay and mm-hmm. Sam Nombay. That's where he always played when he went in his academy days. Is where he's always played. He's only since he's become a senior pro that he sort of dropped back. Beautiful, yeah. so technically brilliant, mm-hmm. and he just he sort sort of started picking passes out, and he yeah. kind of pop up around the pitch, and then he got a brilliant header. Yeah, lovely whipped in cross by Pierce, and he leapt up like a salmon, <laughs> and he could have scored another one. He was through on goal, and it's quite a good save from the. In fact, we scored, but they disallowed it for. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was all. That was an awful decision. Yeah, but he looked really tight, really good in that little position. Yeah, I mean, we—that's been—that's been the the problem the last few weeks, isn't it? We we've just not been creative in the final third. You know, maybe bar Port Vale last weekend, from what I've heard, uh, we've controlled most games. We just haven't had someone like an Archie or like other players we've had in that position that can dominate the game. Um, but I think Archie's a, a good fit for that role. Really good. Yeah. Must be quite nice to go here, son. Playing camp. Push forward a bit. Push forward huh? a bit. Uh, push, push forward, forward a bit. Let's see I what mean. you can do. And then he uh, scores. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, he got hurt, didn't he, in the process of... Um... Yeah. Yeah. But, what? come on, I want to hear what your thoughts were on, on MC Donald, because you love him. So, and... if, you've, if you're listening to the pod, you know who's MC Donald. MC Donald is um, Kevin McDonald. He's six foot nine. He plays in the centre of the park. 
six foot nine. And he just brings a calming influence to the team. He plays it simple and he's got so much quality and so much experience. And his goal, I was directly behind him. As soon as he picked it up at the edge of the box, I was like, well, he's going to score that. <laughs> Bent it in with ease. He found he found himself in so much time, didn't he? He just had all the time in the world inside the box. And that's, oh. that's the beauty of a player like that. He might not have... Well, I can't speak for him, but he might not necessarily have the legs anymore to run around like a sort of young whippet. But he get, finds himself in those... But he didn't those... stand out. You don't go, oh, look at that old man. Just no. go, no. you actually... You worship him. Yeah, I, I'm i slowly starting to become a big fan of uh, MC Donald. He, he Was it a volley from the edge of the box? He did that yeah, 10 which, minutes later. And they yeah, cleared yeah. off the line with a header. And yeah, every yeah. time he got the ball, there, the big bat was just going, shoot! Shoot! Yeah, that volley he had that was cleared off the line was incredible, wasn't it? He? he just sort of got his head over the ball, volley, straight down. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. He was really good. And the back three, Hartridge just... Beautiful. He's got, I don't know what he's doing with his hair. I think it's grown lot even longer now and he's sort of swept it back with a lovely. I really hair. like that Will Ameson. I really like so him. So good. And Pierce as well. They are yeah. proper back three they are. Yeah. Super like little them. team we've got. Yeah. 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 You know, what can you say? What can you say? Oh also impressed me a lot, and but just before we get James on, Dimitri Mitchell. Yeah. I really, really like him. He's I've exciting. Really he gets the ball, he wants to attack. Yeah, and he's quick. He's like, he's proactive rather than reactive, isn't he? He's very like. I saw. I was one point like down by Gary Caldwell, where the ball was played to him, and before the guy had even got the ball, he was on him. And yeah. I like that. I like yeah. people that you like, sort of trying to take steps ahead of the game. The golden child came on for five minutes. As soon as he got the ball, little turn, little flick, nearly set up a goal. The golden child in the nutshell. The golden child. And I'll tell you one lovely little bit. MC Donald did this back pass. It must have been like a 60-yard back pass. Back to the, like it's, It was from their half and he just whacked it back to our goalie. Yeah. I don't know if it meant to... Anyway, I looked over at Gary Colwell. Loving it. He's laughing. He's enjoying the game. He's enjoying the moment. <laughs> laughing. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Taking it seriously, but enjoying the Have moment. Have a bit of a laugh. Have a laugh. You're at work. Have fun. Work hard, play hard. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to uh, invite onto the pod. He's been here before. We all know him. It's James Gill. Don't you, don't you love it when a player applauds the fans? You know that you know players had a good game and the manager yeah. deliberately brings them off early, and they get. I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for all that. Oh, <laughs> well, Gary brought off Archie Collins yesterday early because he played so well, and. It... Mate. From what I've seen, Archie Collins, and I'm sorry to swear early in the morning, Archie Collins made Zico look shit. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. What a performance. Yeah. Yeah. He's a super little player. I've now subscribed to the Exeter City, the official YouTube channel. Wow. Uh, 
And I really feel that the next logical step is a training top. (laughs) 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 But that's what they do after after the game. Gary gets, I imagine he does, but all the players walk around the pitch, every stand. Love all that. No smiling. Take it seriously. (laughs) And also, I'd like to think, you you don't ever overdo this, but I like to throw in one of these as well. Oh, yeah. No, that's brave. That's brave. There's a guy in my stands, my favourite guy. I'd love to get him on the pod. He was he was like this when Archie went off. Like the only one who did it. Actually stood up. Oh, yes, please. Like yeah. Out of yeah. 500 people. Like it. I thought you were going like, to walk off. Hey? I thought you were going to walk off. <laughs> <laughs> David, you're not standing up. You're not standing up. You're not standing up when you clap players off. You sat down. No, but this was during the match. Yeah, yeah. Archie walks off, and I was like, "You're not thinking." He's standing up. We're all going. We'll play. He's standing up. No, I think. think Surely you should all have stood up. Yeah, if you played that well, you should be like, "Wow, that is." Yeah. Incredible. Uh, A bit much. Have you Have you ever heard Charlie Baker's story about Torquay when they win the cup? Has he told you that one? No. Torquay won this. They won this. I don't know which trophy. They won it a few years ago. I think it's the first ever trophy in like hundred odd year history. They've never actually won anything before. He says this sums up the mindset of a football fan. So they've they've won this trophy, and the man they have a presentation at the next home game, and the manager walks over to the main stand and lifts it up in the air like that, and two people sat next to Charlie Baker. One went to the other. Ah, he's milking it now. <laughs> Uh, how are you, James? How are you? How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. I think I've said before. Talk, I've been to I've been to that match to watch Palace in the League Cup. I think it, it's uh, it's a one. It sounds patronising, but I can say this as a Palace fan because our stadium's a throwback as well. But that Torquay Stadium is a proper throwback, isn't it? They're currently sat twenty second out of twenty four teams in uh, the, the National League. But can, can I ask you lads a question? So what what is going on on that main stand at Exeter where there's, there's basically like nothing there? Are you having a rebuild or is that it? No, that is it. Oh my god! Yeah, there's no room in behind. Right, I crossed the bridge going to the ground and I looked at that train track and I thought to myself, "Fuck!" I actually swore at the train track. It annoyed me. As I say this is a Coronation Street fan. It looks like Weatherfield behind the stadium. That's what it reminded me of. No, hang on. I, 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 I look. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. I love Coronation Street so much that be I, I'm quite a recent passer of my driving test. But I love Corrie so much that my sister one one Christmas got me the official Steve McDonald streetcar uh, car mats. Didn't didn't have a car, couldn't drive. The rest of the family were like, "What?" And I was like, kissing these car mats, like the best car mats. Steve McDonald car mats. Yeah, because you know he, he used to have the taxi rank, didn't he? Sure. Cars. Okay. The Coronation Street. <laughs> Okay. That gap is very frustrating, isn't it, James? That's between the stand I sit in and the big bank. And because it, look, it, it, it looks like, oh, this 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 section will be out of action for a season while we <laughs> while, while we have a rebuild. But yeah. oh, wait till you see the plans that we've got. It's going to be ten thousand on that side. Yeah, I didn't re- I didn't realize that was it. Sorry, it sounds like a, some sort of. No, no, I, no, I'm frustrated as well. I'm just trying to work out how are we going to expand There's this just place. no room. There is just, that is like the plane. Well, then we go to the extra chiefs. 
We, no, that's ridiculous. That, we you, that, you, to that ground. That's sacrilegious what you've just said there. You get a bit of stick for that. Um, but, John, how are Exeter financially? Yeah, yeah. Be- better than most in the Football League, I'd say. So there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no way you can. I mean, a new stadium is have to take it out of the question and to develop because Palace, we, this is we can relate to this. We historically we've not been able to build at Sellhurst because Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's owns the car park where we would where we would want to expand. So we, you know we're limited in terms of what we can do. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a case of money being the issue. It's purely the fact that there's a, a really quite one of the most direct lines into the city in behind so like railway lines uh, so annoying, is, if, you, if you walk behind there it's there's about from the, from the pitch to the train tracks is probably about 100 yards what do you lot. make of that old red box james <laughs> hang on what the, what what is that red box exactly it's a kiosk the one that's underneath the woolen sign yeah, yeah. it's a kiosk Do you know what? Cambridge lot did a good thing yesterday. The ball went into there, into the crowd. They wouldn't give the ball back. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't if I was, if I was just throwing it around. And the goal, our goal Wait. is like, oh, come on, give the, give the ball back. <laughs> and also, at that level, it's not like you can afford a, bra- you know, just chuck another ball on. You're like, no, really, come on. Yeah. I thought you really, you look really good. I watch. The interview with Coldwell, I thought he he spoke, as always, spoke wonderfully well. Uh, th- there was a real there was a real energy about Coldwell in that post match chat. I thought, yeah, and a little bit of fun, a little bit of fun thrown in. Oh, he's playful. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> 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 Have I said this to you before? Ferguson once had a word with Sean Dyche about you got to crack less gags with the media. Did he? Yeah. And obviously, Daesh did not did not listen because Fergie's big thing is all about having that that barrier between. He likes that he he always sorry likes I should say historically that them and us barrier between him and the media. So the, the, he he wasn't really ever playful. And Daesh obviously is like gag a minute. And Fergie Fergie told him to cool his jets. It's in Fergie's book about leadership, which is the best of his three books. David, have you because he wrote he wrote two autobiographies and he wrote a book about leadership and the book about leadership is actually the, the I've read that one. one. That's the only one that's revealing that's where I've uh, that's where I've got all my knowledge from that that yeah. book. It's good. All your knowledge about everything. Oh, you know I met Sean Dyche. Stop it. Talk us on, through so, it. On Soccer AM. How was he? So I was sat in the green room. He walks in. Fantastic body. Yeah. <laughs> I was really surprised. Super set of pecs. And he's a he's an alpha as well, isn't he? Yeah, but once I got my hands on him, I'd softened John. him. Peter. <laughs> yeah. John, John, are you an alpha? That, ooh, uh, I bet you I mean, are. If, if, you, I was having, if I was having a barbecue and John came round, I would just automatically hand over my chef's hat, hand him the tongs. Oh, no, them. don't trust me. With cooking, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll take them back. Come back on, <laughs> guys, guys. Let's bring Jack on from the. Yeah. Is it under the Abbey Stand? I went on the podcast in the week under the Abbey Stand podcast, Cambridge United podcast. I wonder how he's feeling this morning. Yeah, let, let's get a consensus. Let's Come welcome on. Jack to the uh, podcast. Here he is. Good morning. 
they do. Yeah, uh, it was quite a lot of happiness and frivolity there and laughing, and I'm here to bring that mood right now. <laughs> Shit. Thanks so much for coming on. Did you come to the game yesterday? Uh, no, I didn't, and I'm really pleased no. about it. Um, you know, Honestly, but, yeah. I felt really... I felt for you like yesterday because I was like, I don't know, I don't know how you're going to stay up after that performance. Uh, Jack, Jack, can I just cheer you up though? You you have a lovely home, and as as someone who has no hair and likes to live vicariously through people with great hair, oh yeah, you look you look at it might the result might not have gone your way yesterday, but you look absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, I could try and trim that off and trade it for three points. I think that's the only <laughs> thing. <laughs> how are you feeling, Jack? Genuinely about the team. Um, I mean, not great, you know, uh, cost of living crisis or like, no, but I mean, the football's absolutely, <laughs> we're, uh, we're stuffed basically. Um, we just looked beaten. We looked beaten, um, in the last few games. And I mean, we, you know, I'm saying that and we, we, we came out, we beat Oxford, you know, it, it's not that long since we had a win, but we just look so easy to beat and we fall really quickly. And we were criticizing Mark Bonner for not making changes. Um, against Fleetwood and then he made five yesterday maybe a little late but I mean we just we just look like we've been worked out by a lot of teams we, we were very good at kind of giving the, the teams higher in the league a good game and we seem to have lost that kind of bite and that that drive and I don't think it's a want of trying I think it's sadly a bit of a lack of quality and a bit of lack of depth and I just feel like we're you know we're we're on our way down and we, we were punching above our weight really being in league one and suddenly it just feels yeah, how does that drops. feel? Because I haven't experienced that. So how does that feel thinking, shit, we're going down into... Well, my uh, tenure as a Cambridge United fan is brief compared to my uh, my peers. I'm, I'm 10 years in Cambridge and moved here and immediately got a season ticket and commentated on the games and stuff. So I've only seen great things. I've seen us come up from the conference. I've seen us win the FA Trophy. I've seen us get promoted from League One. So this is quite a sobering uh, moment. Get promoted me. from League One? Uh, promoted from League Two to Oh, League right, League. right. Yeah. yeah. No, if yeah. only. Um, but yeah, no, just it, it's it's tough to watch. And yeah, uh, we love Mark Bonner and we, we, we love the group of players, but I think we didn't make the right signings in the summer and we didn't pick up, you know, enough of attack, an attacking threat in January and we're, we're being made to pay for that now. Jack, I, I commentated or co-commentated on the game at the start of the season <clears throat> and I remember thinking... Oh dear, they're they're going to be a good side. You cause us all sorts of problems. What's changed between them and now? It's it's very odd because yeah, as you say, we were kind of on cloud nine really after the first couple of months of the season because you know people had us pinned to the bottom the first season we were in League One and we stayed up and then the next season I think people thought we'd be down there again and the first two months we were just we were we were we were tough to beat we were quite you know well organised we're pretty compact and then a couple of injuries and just you know a couple of bad results and we seemed to our heads seemed to drop so kind of drastically and even with the odd result now the odd win we can't pick up any momentum you know back to back wins is just something that's been so rare for us this season and that that'll be the reason why we go down just no sort of consistency whatsoever jack do you think there's is there any chance i mean i'm looking at the league table it is it is tight down there is there a chance you stay up yeah absolutely i mean yeah absolutely there is um just there on the bottom of the screen, aren't we? Oh, look at um, that. But yeah, I mean, of course there is. And if you look at the teams kind of all the way up to Cheltenham, all of us have only got one win in our last five. But it's just yeah. about 
what what we've struggled with is not beating the teams around us, um, and I think that'll you know that that could be the thing. I mean, we, we you know Burton were an absolute basket case when we played them, and we scraped past them four three when they had ten men, and that was you know kind of papering over the cracks a little bit and you know we just look kind of we just look a bit stuffed really you've basically had four tomatoes and one apple in the last five games <laughs> haven't you rotten, rotten tomatoes and look at Fleetwood lovely set of apples and I don't know what that is in the middle and a coin look yeah. at that <laughs> fucking Ridiculous. hell an aerial view of a piggy bank right three players stood out for me at Cambridge um, number four the Mona Giving it that, is that game. Big yeah. yeah oh, shut up, mate. One of the old guys. Get on with it, mate. He's always moaning. Um, this guy. Now I have my eye on this guy, and I would bring him to Exeter. This guy, James Brophy. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. Is he good? Because he looked um, dangerous. He, he's kind of adapted himself. He's become a, a wing back when he he wasn't you know necessarily that type, sort of player before, and he's adapted his game really well and he has been a kind of a positive in this season which has been pretty negative so yeah he he's, does does, does push in, that's for sure yeah he's nippy and this I'm guy saying, best best name in league one for me so far that bit uh, that lad can you go back to the previous lad that sure. his beard doesn't look real it looks like prosthetics doesn't it oh no that's a, that is a fake beard oh right yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I've got yeah, the same one he, he took it off at the end of the game and went <laughs> put it back on uh, ah yeah. he's got us uh, this guy, his name is uh, Mick Grandles. I love Grandles, his name. Yeah. Mick Grandles. Mook. MC Grandles. Yeah, MC yeah. MC Grandles, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolute player that we've kind of, we've we've robbed on loan, really. And he's been, a, you know, in the last couple of games, he kind of looked like he could be a player that joined things together for us. And he has done. When we've won, he's played really well. And he always puts a shift in it. He is, he is a really quality player and has definitely improved our play. We, You know, we, we conceded five in two games in January and we looked even more dead and buried than we looked yesterday. Um, so he's definitely improved things, as have um, Morrison and uh, Ryan Bennett coming in and Liam Bennett coming back from loan. But we just don't look at the level we need to be to stay in this league at the moment. Balls. Jack, Balls. Are, you, uh, are you Mark Bonner in or do, you, or do you think someone needs to come in or else needs to come in now and save it? Because it wasn't not long ago that Mark Bonner was linked with the same job as Matt Taylor and even, I think, got interviewed for it. So it's... It's quite a shocking parallel to what was there, like you know, a few months ago. It's a really prickly issue that one around the club, um, and I'm kind of on the Bonner inside of the fence just. But there's a lot of people who think now is time, you know, his race is run really because there's questions about whether he's kind of lost the faith of the dressing room, his decision making about changes when we need the big changes in the games. And yeah, as you say, that Rotherham um, malarkey might just have kind of tainted things for him at Cambridge United and just taken his eye off the ball or taken the club's eye off him, really. So yeah, tough one, tough one for Mark Bonner. Because you've had some proper heroes play for Cambridge. I, I always had a soft spot for Steve Claridge. Um, oh, did he play? Yeah, we had some right, we had some right players, Trevor Benjamin as well. And I mean, more recently, you know, uh, I think Wes Houlihan will, will, will fall into that kind of mould of absolute legends of the club you know he's almost too recent to be spoken about necessarily but everyone thinks he is I mean he's he's one of the best players I've seen play in League One you know him and Barry Bannon are probably the two best players I've seen play at this level and yeah he was just he, he was magic to watch and that was like my experience of seeing a kind of outstanding player in a team playing below where he probably should be and just yeah that was kind of like special to see someone like that 
Um, so I've come up with a game, Jack, <coughs> James, John. Yes. And basically it's a quiz between John and James, but it involves Jack. <laughs> Christ. Okay. So it's called the Bovril game. Uh, it's come out of nowhere. I came up with it this morning. So there's three questions for Jack, James and uh, John, and then a third involving Jack. Welcome to the Bovril game. Question one. How old is Exeter City Football Club? <sighs> Nearest one gets the point. 108 years. <clears throat> uh... Hundred and eighteen. Hundred and twenty-one. John gets the point. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. With, with, with respect. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was. I was pretty happy to be that close. Yeah. I'm in a quiz against a person who, if I had him in my phone, I would save as Mister Exeter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. No, you did it so well. You, you won that, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, James and John. Next question: What is John's favourite colour? Hang on, hang on, hang on, James. This might you, you might like. The first oh, no. question's about Exeter. The second one's just a general football. Okay. Okay. Second question: Which player scored the fastest hat trick in Premier League? Oh, I know. I know. I think I know. Okay. Oh, no, I think it's been beat. I think it's been beaten since. Yeah, go on. Sorry. I know. If you know, just say it. Oh, so is it Sadio Mane? Yeah. Very good. I'll tell you what I was going to say. Robbie Fowler. Um... I think I think Mane probably broke that record. Yeah. So two points to John, none to James. But so third win. question, you get two points. Oh, bloody hell. So you can draw win. this, James. And that you know question what? I'm, is... I'm just, I'm just happy to be involved. <laughs> to take that part. question is for two points to draw the match. Does Jack like Bovril? Yes, he does. Well, I haven't got a Scooby. But for uh, for game show purposes, I'm going to go no. Jack, would you kindly reveal if you like Bovril? I bloody love Bovril. <laughs> Wonderful! It's a draw. I've just that's bottled a, a 2 0 lead there. That's a good game, isn't it? Yeah, loved it. Isn't it? That was absolutely. <laughs> that was. I suppose I can't play that again, though. Everyone knows I love Bovril, so now I can't play again. I tried my first Bovril yesterday. I didn't go with it. I mean, you have to ask every guest of their like Bovril now for the yeah. Bovril game. Jack, <laughs> thank you for agreeing to say yes. No worries. <laughs> Send me that fiver in the post. Appreciate yeah. That. Well, I'm so, excited. How quick was Mane's hat trick? Oh, I don't know. I, just, I remember it, he broke it at Southampton, didn't he? That's all I just remember. Yeah. That's all I, I know. Like about four it. and a half minutes, I think. Something like that. Are you serious? What two player? minutes? Two minutes fifty-six seconds for a hat trick. Yeah, oh, that is that is unbelievable. I couldn't run half the length of the pitch at that time. No, <laughs> that is that is unbelievable. But Liverpool, I'm not saying the Liverpool podcast, but Liverpool's problems are more than just missing Mane, aren't they? Yeah, well, he, did, he didn't even break the record of Liverpool. He was at Southampton when he broke it. It was when he was, was at he? Southampton. Yeah. yeah. They see, 
John Beer. I'm tempted to concede the two-all scoreline for that knowledge. <laughs> Look at that, Richard Bayliss. Richard Osman will be after that format. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he will. He can come knocking. So, how are you feeling for about the rest of the season, Jack? Are you, um, do you feel I mean, like there's I'm, any way of escaping? I'm utterly depressed by the con, you know, the, the concept of having to watch more League One football and us getting relegated. But there is always hope. There is always hope. We've got a big uh, march coming up. Um, home games against Pompey and Morecambe, which are going to kind of be well. Every game's just massive for us now. We kind of need to kind of get points from. You know, so many of these games that you know it, it, it's it's a minor miracle we need, but you know we are within touching distance. You know, yeah, you the, are. The, Look at it. It's really it, just, jammed. it, it yeah. feels like it, we, we feel defeated, but there, you know, it's very quickly turned around. You see Burton, who looks dead and buried, you know, a couple of months ago, and now they're, yeah. you know, six points clear of us. So um, yeah, yeah th- th- there's always hope. A uh, little shout out to Plymouth, who lost five two yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that is quality. That that is so funny. I love that. They're not gonna. They're not gonna bottle it, are they, John? Not again. They can't bottle it again. Do they? Are they known to bottle it, Plymouth? Well, they bottled it last season, didn't they? Did on they? The last day. All they had to do was match Wickham's result, and they lost five five nil to MK Dons. So, Ooh, Ipswich are licking their lips. Yeah. Tasty. The top at the top end of League One and the bottom of League One is tasty. tasty. Look at look at little Exeter there having a little sniff. No, miles off it. I'm telling you, I said, if we win our last 13 games, we end on 81 points. It's the most optimistic thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, it might happen. They're good enough. Imagine Calder next match. And to give the team talk, David, just say what you said on the podcast. Well, if you, yeah, you win your next 13. Well, you win your up. next 13. Yeah, he's right. Can I thank you guys? Because we've, we've now had multiple people come to Always Be Comedy off the back of these appearances so thank you so you've actually had pod fans coming to the comedy night pod fans have collared me after the gig and like uh, John they always shout out John Beer after they call me after the gig uh, and then somebody emailed to say they'd been to a show the other night off the back of um, no they don't no they do not the, off the back of these shows so th- thanks very much That's very who kind. have you got coming up this week if you're in and around London Joel Dommert Joel Dommert Nish Kumar Ed Gamble, a couple of very juicy su- surprise mystery guests. Uh, Phil Wang, yeah. in the next few days. John Robbins, Nick Mohammed as Mr. Swallow, Desiree Birch, Rosie Holt, Susie Ruffle, uh, Pete Furman, the Magic Man, uh, jo- oh, Josh Pugh, Rich Hall. I could go on and on and on. Josh Pugh's Hall. great, isn't he? He's Josh so Pugh. funny. I recommend following Josh Pugh on Twitter. He's very, very funny. I'll tell you what, guys, if you've never heard of Josh Pugh, I would I would say remember the name because I think he's... Yeah, he's supporting he's Ricky at the moment, I think. I mean, what, what a treat for those yeah. fans because he's, he's, he's hysterically funny. I once deliberately booked Josh with so when Harry Hill was on the bill so that Harry could see Josh and one of my favourite memories of comedy. I was stood at the bar, always be comedy. Harry was sat next to me. And Josh was on stage and Harry kept Harry kept whacking me. And I'd look at Harry and he was like, he had to keep taking his glasses off to wipe the tears of Amazing. I'd laughed away. Yeah, Josh. He Josh supported Pugh. me in Birmingham. Josh Pugh. Many, did. many, yeah. Like three or four years ago. I didn't know wow. who he was. And yeah. He's a nice dude as well, isn't he? Yeah. Sweetheart. In fact, here we go. Because I've cha- I've championed What's Josh Pugh down the years. <laughs> so as a thank you, Josh gave me one of his 
England caps and a signed thank you card. What do you mean one of his England caps? He plays football for England's partially sighted football team, so travels all over. He's a Does phenomenal, he? yeah, phenomenal footballer. Um, yeah, what, what a sweet guy. I've got to get him, him on the pod. That. You should get him on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, top dude. Well, what a lovely end. Thank you very much, Jack, for joining us. I, I hope you um, stay up because you're a nice yeah, one. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, cheers, John. Cheers, James. Up the palace. Yeah, up the palace. How, how, how did the palace got on yesterday? We drew nil-nil against oh, Liverpool. Oh, okay. <laughs> i tell you what, guys. If any of you are ever struggling to get to sleep... Um, if you can download the Palace's nil nil draw with Liverpool, you're five minutes. You're, you're <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, and uh, see you next week. Cheers, Jack. Cheers. Okay, guys. Thanks for